0: Blob Talk Radio. Kids, you tried your best, and you failed miserably. The lesson is, never try. Talk Radio Nation, you are tuned into page one on a Thursday, question mark? (laughs) I am Levar, and of course, as always, joining me from somewhere parts west is Mary, how are you? Good evening, I'm good, how are you? I am good. It is
1: a Thursday, it's a weird night.
0: You know what's going to happen now? I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and don't think I have to go to work. Right?
1: <laughs> but it's a full moon night. We need to do it on a full moon night. Come on.
0: Right. 12-12. 12-12 at 12...
1: I don't know, 12. <laughs> but then the upcoming 12,
0: 12. Uh, won't be 12-12. It will be 12-13, which will be Friday the 13th, and... We're super. We're superstitious, so that's why we're not doing the show on Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> I'm <sticking laughs> with that. Thought. No. <laughs> but as we say, welcome to page one. You know what? I actually do have to admit. Before we kind of go into the show tonight, it doesn't feel like Christmas yet. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know if it's maybe because, because Christmas no, is like tomorrow. Like, yeah, well, here's the thing. We're 13 days away from Christmas, but every year, I think because people try and start Christmas so early, I I kind of feel like it already happened. <laughs> we,
1: maybe like you missed I went, it
0: somewhere? I, I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like the Christmas holiday season to me. I don't know if it's because I really haven't been out to the stores yet. I try and avoid the stores during the holiday season. Because, of course, people don't know either how to drive or how to stand in line behind you or just all other sorts of things during the holiday season. <laughs> they don't have the patience. And I think I avoid it. And I think mm-hmm. because of that, maybe I just haven't gotten that Christmas like bug yet. And I don't really listen too much to the radio, so I'm not around to really hear Christmas music. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Am I the only one that feels that way?
1: I I don't know it, it it I do feel Christmassy but that's only because like the house is set up and everything I feel crunched for time I feel like Christmas is going to happen tomorrow mm. not that it's already happened that it's coming up like seriously tomorrow and I'm not anywhere near done with everything that I want to be done
0: with not to put you on the spot or anything but uh, do you ha- I'm not going to do this as an actual list. But do you have, like, favorite Christmas songs that, like, get you pumped for the Christmas season? Like, pumped?
1: I don't know about like, pumped, but
0: it's in Christmas the mood. songs I do, I like, want to use in the mood, because it just sounds like,
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's mood. right, Christmas spirit, man. <laughs> Christmas songs that get you in the mood. <laughs>
0: Please
1: nodding nod.
0: No, I mean no actually, this a, yeah, a yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so, one the,
1: yes. <laughs> I do I do enjoy um <laughs> I do enjoy Felice Havid. I do enjoy uh this is gonna get some backlash, I'm sure, um baby is cold outside. I
0: going to ask you about she that can Because leave. that it was a topic that, <laughs> that, that, that the cutting room floor here. <laughs> I, I haven't heard the new version with John Legend. I I, I haven't either. Do you Nor do think, I care. Have we gotten so – well, here's the thing. A lot of people complain about being – this is not like a toll topic that we didn't even discuss, so you guys get to enjoy this. But people <laughs> nowadays, they are careful to be politically correct. I get it. Mm-hmm. There are few things, mm-hmm. yes, that should be – I don't even call it politically – I don't like calling it politically correct. I like being being called just human because there are certain Mm -hmm. things that people will go off the deep end discussing, and it's not politically correct. And then there are certain Mm -hmm. things that we all understand, and pretty much this is one of them. I say let sleeping dogs lie when it comes to Christmas music because I am pretty sure why it had some hidden undertone back then. We've played this song for over 50, 60 years, and no one had a complaint about it until this past year. Mm-hmm. No one had a complaint about it in the 80s. No one had a complaint about it in the 90s. Even during the, the movement in the 70s, no one had a complaint about it until now. Mhm.
1: Oh, yeah. So no, why now? It's so weird because of the Me Too movement. Uh, here's the thing. I think people have become mm, again, I'm a, I am a very blunt person and I don't necessarily I'm not gonna get offended by much. And I'm not I'm also not gonna get offended if somebody tells me I'm absolutely wrong when I make this opinion. Because it's my opinion and opinions are like what <laughs> opinions are like. Um no, what are they so like? They're like <laughs> There's no nice way of putting it. So I'm not going to say Anyway, people have become (laughs) too
0: sensitive.
1: Yeah, we all know the thing. People have become too sensitive. Now, I get what people are saying. If you really listen to the lyrics, but then if you really listen to the lyrics and just some of the popular music, I mean, come on. Some rap music is awful. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously. So... Hip-hop music, some of it's just awful. Heck, some of the pop music out there is awful. So don't give me the, oh, if you listen to the lyrics, he's, a, you know, he's going to keep keeping her in the house. No, he never, ever, 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 ever forces her to stay. He just keeps mm. saying, it's going to be cold out there. Are you sure you want to go? Because, you know, it's nice and neat in here. And then if you remember, the song was written back in the, what, 40s? Yeah. Yeah. Her reasons for leaving are have nothing to do with the fact that she doesn't want to stay. Her reasons for leaving are the whole con- social connotation of the time, which is if a single woman stays in a man's house, she's a whore. And I said the word. Oh my gosh. But yeah. that You have to put it in context. But I do enjoy that song, so to make it, bring it full circle. That's one of my faves. I also enjoy, um, uh, recently I've been really enjoying the, I, I I don't know if it's considered a Christmas song, but Hallelujah, the Pentatonics version. Oh,
0: so good. I do believe it is considered a Christmas song.
1: I like it all year long, so Christmas or not, but I like that song too. Um, but yeah, I, Christmas music. I'm I'm actually a pretty uh, there's very there few songs out there that I hear when it's Christmas time. I go. Ugh. <laughs> so, I I enjoy Christmas music. I enjoy the I enjoy most of it. So I'm good to go. But uh, I couldn't even come up with a good top ten list, even on the fly.
0: Even on the fly.
1: I don't know. I even I think
0: if I, man. You know what? It's gonna sound weird, but uh, I know probably uh, Brenda Lee's "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" is one of them, um, mm-hmm. and then um, then actually the Chipmunks' "Christmas Don't Be Late." That's a good one.
1: That is yeah. a good one.
0: I have a definitive list, but uh, if you want to see me share my definitive list, I'm going to share it on my Twitter page at Newscom at BTR. Mary will not show hers over at her page. <laughs> That's the <a nice> right problem. <laughs> She's not going to share it list. But, yeah, I think nope. that one probably – I know then it, it um, I, I think only because I get a chance to hear it one time, maybe a year, uh, probably – Donny Hathaway's this Christmas. Um, at that point, I know it's like Christmas is coming. It's it's near. So, mm-hmm. yeah, who knows? But maybe well, you guys... Well, never... you also
1: have like Eartha Kit and uh what, Santa Baby? hmm
0: Like, come on.
1: So, like, there's I'm there's that. i
0: um, talking about putting a sable under the tree. Like, hey. <laughs> How much sables cost?
1: And, uh, Blank blank checks. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Wonder what she was talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, she was good all year. She didn't kiss all the boys. Come on.
0: See, I mean, there's a lot of songs we could probably like take and do it the wrong way. But yes. Um. Mm-hmm. But back on target here, there is some things to talk <laughs> about. <laughs> and one of the things. Back off the rack. Um, That was a huge story this past weekend. It is about Lizzo. Hmm?
1: No pun intended.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I didn't mean it to be that way. (laughs) Um, But uh, Lizzo says that her haters could kiss it after receiving backlash for wearing a thong to a Lakers basketball game on Sunday. Uh, She responded to Internet fashion critics after an outfit she wore to a basketball game ignited a full-blown Twitter war. It all started when Lizzo rocked up to the Los Angeles Lakers versus Minnesota Timberwolves game on Sunday, December the 8th, with her entourage. Uh, She wore an understated T-shirt dress, fishnet tights, and killer patent boots. In front of the front, the outfit was just like any other that someone might wear to the basketball game. But from the back, a little bit of a different story. Her dress had a large hole cut out in the back that revealed her thong. During halftime, the Laker girls danced to Lizzo's song, Juice, and naturally she twerked along to her own bop. But she revealed a lot of herself in the process as it was blown up on screen in the stadium. She continued to show off her booty on her Instagram story, sharing a video of herself from behind, Uh, and quote, she said, this is how a bad B goes to the Lakers game. Little did she know, her outfit had started a heated internet debate. Uh, Some people getting on her, uh, because they said that it was tacky and trashy, and One other person said, regardless of her weight, being in a public place where there's families and kids, but your whole behind out is indecent, and you all know this. You're just being dense for the sake of being dense. And, of course, knowing Twitter, Twitter did not disappoint (laughs) Um, with a lot of other different comments that I cannot mention here. Um, And other people who actually did come to her defense but a lot of people say hey she's living her best life and she gets to wear wherever she wants despite the criticism she remained as unbothered as she could be she hopped on instagram lied to address the backlash and like i said basically told anybody who didn't like it to kiss it with the sun don't shine uh you don't have to be like me you need to be like you and never let somebody stop you or shame you for being yourself. This is who I've always been. Now everyone's looking at it, and your criticism can just remain your criticism. Your criticism has no effect on me. Negative criticism has no stake in my life, no control over my life, over my emotions. And she goes on to say a lot more stuff, but I'm going to ask you, because I sent you the article. You saw what she wore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. thoughts. Um,
1: I thought, okay. Again, people are too sensitive, so I have to like preface everything. I think she, bravo to her for having uh, good self-esteem confidence in herself and going out there and saying, this is me, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to be. So bravo to her for that. Um, It is sad that people do use the, this is a family-friendly environment. Kids are here, and they don't need to see your booty, as their argument, because that's what they're going to do, even though, like, the Laker girls got their booties hanging out, too. Um, But then again, the argument I'm just going to say, my opinion is going to go universally across the board. Laker girls, cowgirls, any cheerleading squad, any dance team, and then including... Beyonce, Kylie, any of the Kardashians, and Lizzo. You don't have to go out there having everything hanging out, people. You can be competent and sexy and fully dressed. And I'm not saying like you got to have it all the way up to your chin and all the way down to your ankles. By all means, show your skin if that's what you want to do, but I do not need to see side boob, I do not need to see nipple. I absolutely don't want to see anybody's booty. I just it's like keep your crotch in your pants like seriously i'm I must be a say okay boomer to me it's like seriously. You can be a beautiful, sexy, confident man or woman and not have to be having everything all hang out. The dress was ugly. And I'm not even saying it. I would say it if I would say it if Michelle Obama had it on. I would say it if any of the Kardashians had it on. I would say it if Charlize Theron had it on. I would say it if my daughter had it on. That dress was ugly. There was that was an ugly dress from the back, from the front. Of the sign. Fishnet stockings, boots. The dress itself in the front. Thumbs up. She looks amazing. But there's no reason to have your booty cut out. I'm just... That is that is my two cents. But yeah. But I mean, LaVar, you've seen me. You've seen the clothes that I wear. And you've seen me in clothes that are a little bit more revealing than like... You know, I I don't always wear clothes up to my neck and or up to my chin and all the way down to my ankle? There's, I, don't, there's, I I There's Would you sit there and say that if I wore something like that out there, that you wouldn't be like, yeah, you don't need to do all that?
0: Hmm. No. Okay. Um, no, here's the thing. You can wear what you wear. Where I kind of drew the line. And like I said, she can wear what she wears. And I know even more so because she's a celebrity and people have their eye on her and whatever else, and she's going to make a scene to get people to talking because that's what makes you money. Where I kind of drew the line at this and where I'm going to kind of be like that old man, get off the lawn type of old man, is because it was done in a family atmosphere. This wasn't a concert, it was a basketball game. Attended by everyone. She could do that at her concerts. Go ahead, because there's not going to be anybody probably at the age of 10 at her concert. But the problem I have is the video in which she chose to do it. She could do it at an award show. She could do it at, you know, anything that has to do with her, but now you're doing it at a basketball game, an event, like I said, that's attended by everyone. And to do that and like I said, I'm with you. It could have been her. It could have been Halle Berry. could have been Beyonce. could have been Kim Kardashian. And I would have been like, man, um, probably not good. And I probably would have questioned it. Not that I would any question it any other time. And as a matter of fact, when you were saying something about uh, what side boob and what else, um, I miss You're
1: the other. You're out?
0: <laughs> you know, I was thinking, I was thinking back to the late great job with the spirit I miss him in the scene from Friday when he was talking about different stuff in the kitchen. He would be like I like side boo. I like cry. You know, like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. But the drama and a place for it. And that game was not the place for it. And like I said, I applaud her because I I think that her message of, you know, body positivity and everything else is awesome especially at a time like this when it's needed. And no one is, you know, getting on her. I think the message got lost with her, and I think she immediately felt that she had to come out and defend herself. But I think lost among the whole thing is that she was probably listening to the people who, or the small amount of people, foolish people, who were probably saying, oh, she shouldn't wear that. What they were probably trying to say was that you shouldn't wear that to that event. And that's where I'll kind of stand behind that crowd. It's like, you shouldn't have wore Like I said, I, I'm not going to knock her for wearing it. She could have wore it to a uh, fashion event, a music event, wherever. But when we are talking about an event that is attended by every age, you kind of have to put the brakes Like You don't even see people who are uh, flamboyant with their wear. You don't even see them dressed that way when they go to an event like that. You know, I always say, you know, Bella Thorne can pretty much rock a lot of things. And she does not go to an event where there are children present wearing something revealing, you know. And Mm -hmm. because somebody else that's flamboyant, but, you know, even, you know, in the old days, you know, Probably Lady Gaga will probably wear next to nothing, but it was on a stage. It wasn't at an event attended by a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. you know, there's a fine line of where you have to choose to do this, and I don't think, like I said, the message sometimes get lost in the translation. But for this case, I had to have to go with the the people on this, where it was kind of like wrong venue to do it. Um, if it was like a music show or anything else. I wouldn't mind. I'd be like, hey, go, do you, which she's done. Mm-hmm. But to choose that venue, that time, and that place was kind of, uh, I'm not going to call it poor thinking, but kind of like it was a poor choice at a poor time to do it. And even that, because you don't mm-hmm. even see leaders dressed like that. <laughs> So, yeah,
1: uh, yeah th- that stuff doesn't, well, and then somebody made, there was a tweet about, it has nothing to do with her, it has nothing to do with anybody, but would you want somebody in a, in a thong sitting on your couch?
0: Somebody right. else has
1: to sit in that chair, you know, right. that's I, granted, It's but it's a public venue. Somebody mm-hmm. else has sat in that chair. Somebody else is going to sit in that chair, that it's not your chair. They don't take that chair away and, and then do whatever. Yeah, I, that's. I don't really want to sit in a chair, and nothing against her. I don't need somebody else's butt cheeks touching mine. Like if right. I wanted your if I wanted your butt cheeks to touch my butt cheeks, I would ask you for your butt cheeks to touch mine. <clears throat> and that's an in my house kind of thing. It wouldn't be at a Lakers game. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's
0: yeah. I mean, uh, Bravo I for say, her yeah, and being yeah, her and hundred percent.
1: I 100% agree with her message out there to everybody to be positive about themselves and to live their best life. And I'm not not at all upset with her being herself. But yeah, the venue was wrong, the place was wrong, and I just don't need to see it. I just don't need to see it. There's a way of to put that message out there in these kind of venues without being like that. You could do that and be positive, and not have to be like that.
0: Right. That was, I was just laughing about the butt cheek, the butt cheek thing. But yes, that hey, you never know. My number hey. is 555. 555- How you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Hit me up on Twitter at <laughs> newscommentbtr.
0: Oh, Lordy. Um. There is speaking of a little bit of confusion, I'm a little bit confused here. Help me out mm-hmm. uh leaving from the lizzo story, but for the last few weeks, there has been i don't even know if I want to call it an overblown controversy um uh, and I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. don't at me, I don't care um, is it paleoton is that is that Peloton. Peloton. It's Peloton.
1: Yeah. You're making it more complicated than it needed to be. Peloton.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, last few weeks, there's been some controversy about the commercial. I will actually admit to you, the last night, while I had DVR to show, was the first night I actually saw the commercial. Did I think much about it? No. I mean, the lady's look when she got the gift was probably, like, left a little left to be desired. (laughs) But, um... So, actually, she admitted to that, and I'm going to get to this. The woman who played the wife in the controversial ad finally spoke up on a Today Show. Now, you know she's got to be loving this because she's gotten a lot of feedback about this thing. But Monica Ruiz, who starred in a much-aligned ad, it actually they lost money that day for because of that ad. Uh, she offered a take Wednesday on why it touched a nerve. She said, honestly, I think it was just my face. Asked to elaborate, she replied, my fault, my eyebrows look worried, I guess. She used the expression after her already lean character in the Christmas ad received the exercise bike as a gift from her husband. She anxiously began her fitness journey, documenting her daily routine for the camera and declaring to her husband that she had been transformed. (laughs) And uh, while her take on the role and uh, the stir may be lighthearted, the ad invited serious backlash. Many called it sexist, and the company's stock value dropped. She later poked at the commercial by gulping down a cocktail and an ad for actor Ryan Reynolds' aviation gin. She said she finally agreed to speak publicly because the Fuhrer wouldn't blow over, and she wanted to have her own say. But in the end, she said she wants to be recognized for more than a viral stationary bike commercial. She said, I hope that the people can kind of just see me as an actress, because that's what I am. I hope people can remember that I'm not actually, you know, the... <laughs> that lady and let me work other jobs and I know that the guy who was in the commercial has spoke out as well and he said that uh, you know a lot of people came at him because of that. this is the thing first of all I'm going to go off on my two minute rant people it is a freaking commercial like pro wrestling when you want to go after like a heel and think that he's really doing what he's doing and then you look like a Excuse my French, when you look like a dumbass when you see the photos of him and the wrestler that he just hit with a chair out having a few drinks. get over yourselves. It is a commercial. Now, if you have some issue with the point of the commercial of a guy giving his wife an exercise bike, we don't even know the backstory. She might have asked for it. She might have handed about it. He might have got it for for Christmas because that's what she wanted. We don't know just like it's a commercial. It's actors. It's not real life. <laughs> Get over yourselves. And the fact that you were... The fact that we even talking about this, I didn't even want to really talk about this, but it's just amazed me so much that people got so mad that the stock for this company dropped 10% in a day. 10%. Now, for a company... That that's and I think on Tuesday, the stock was down nine point one two percent, which stock analysts saw as a response to negative publicity over the ad. And what's even more, yeah, confused, but it,
1: like it, it correlated to like nine hundred million dollars or something like that. Because people were
0: mad about a commercial. But the good news here for them is that it's got a lot of publicity. And just before the weekend, they had reportedly gained 10% after seeing strong Black Friday sales, but it went down to, to a commercial. And people were actually concerned that the lady looked a certain way for getting on the guy who was an actor playing her husband and coming at him with threats. Really? That's what we've become. <laughs> I'm done now.
1: Okay. Have you watched the commercial then? You finally watched watched it? Because at one point you didn't.
0: Yeah, at one point I didn't.
1: Yeah, okay. So I've watched the commercial, and I've watched some of the commentary on it and some of the comments about her face and how it's fear and uh, uh, less than okay for receiving the gift. I think the face was surprised. Um, for the gift, which not a great surprise face. I mean, come on. Like, they should have been like, hey, the guy's giving you an engagement ring. Surprise face. Like, we all practice it. She could have done better. Um, So that's that's on her as an actress. But the fear, I don't think... What people are saying is that she's fearing, like, he's going to, like... I don't know. Like, it's about... um, his thought process with her or something like that. Um, I think it's more along the lines of she's afraid, not that he's not going to like her or whatever, but she's afraid that she's not going to be able to make it through the classes that are given because uh, the bike also has like a subscription service, I guess, Mm -hmm. to go with it for classes like spin classes. So I think it was more like she wouldn't live up to the challenge of the spin class. Nah, I've transformed. She looks exactly the same. Yeah, she's an actress. They probably filmed it all the same day. Of course, she looks exactly the same. But just because she says I'm transformed, it doesn't mean that she's like, wow, look, I lost weight, or wow, look, I look like a Kardashian. I keep bringing up the Kardashians tonight.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Wow, look. Running with a Kardashian. <laughs>
1: Apparently they pissed me off today because I'm used to that a lot today. Um, Wow, look, I look like... I look like... No. um, Wow, I look super skinny or whatever the case may be. No, she's saying that she was transformed. She could be transformed inside. She could have been... She could have been like... She could have been diabetic and that was her new exercise routine and now she's off her medication. I don't know. It could have been anything. Again, it comes back to... It's a commercial. And you, what most reactions to that commercial are, are, I believe, and this is just my opinion, but I believe are a reflection of the person who's having that opinion. So if the person says, oh, no, he thinks she's fat, then you think that somebody thinks that you're fat if they get you exercise equipment. If I hinted for it, if I asked for it, then I'm not going to get mad. If somebody showed up at my house and I didn't ask for a vacuum, and somebody gave me a vacuum for Christmas, I'd be like, really?
0: What are you trying to say about my but house? That's me.
1: <laughs> that's me. Because the first thing I'd say after that would be, thank you. I guess that means you're cleaning the house more? <laughs> and I'd put it back on them. That's me. Um, but yeah, I think the reactions to it are more they reflect more on the person having the reaction than on the commercial itself.
0: I I, I don't really get it. I still don't get what the big, like, backlash. Because
1: it's an, a piece of exercise equipment and everybody's got to be sensitive about it. And with body shaming and fat shaming and shaming, shaming, I don't know. It's just turned into a mess. We are, we but have to feel like very you can't win. If,
0: the husband had gotten it for his wife, who was not then? Man, it really would have been a backlash. So I was like, so if you right. can't buy it for, for one particular point, a thin
1: wife, right?
0: Yes. Don't buy a spin wife. Really? And I'm like, so what was he supposed to do? Like this commercial couldn't have been like they had. They couldn't get out of any corner because if they had gone any way, oh my goodness, it would have been bad. It was. It, it, think about if I it was bad something. like this. What would it have been like if it was the opposite? I, no, just I don't
1: I even want to say they, this. Well, no, this isn't even their first commercial because they've had other commercials. There was one commercial where the guy, uh, I think it was last Christmas, where a guy bought a Peloton for his wife. But then he, he bought it early enough and stuck it and set it up outside and was using it before he gave it to her. So it was a used gift. Nobody freaked out about that. Like, come on. That was supposed to be And what
0: would, would happen if it was a wife that bought one for her husband? Would people be just as mad? I uh, I would hope so, but probably not.
1: Here, I just thought of a thought. I, okay, if anybody that is associated with a jewelry store is listening, I want my cut for this one if this ends up on TV. But a jewelry store should take this backlash and take that couple and be like, I'm so sorry about the gift I gave you, jewelry. <laughs> <It's gonna laughs> Every like kiss he gives gay. <laughs> 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 like done. Uh. He's paid the price. That's how he gets a new, <laughs> that's how he gets out of the backlash that people are giving him. And that's how she gets to go on to something else. <laughs>
0: jewelry commercial. Go. The <laughs> <get> that <laughs> I win. <laughs> I I I just don't get it. It was like even after I read it, even after I've seen the interviews this week, even after I've read the backlash, I still couldn't get it. I I I wanna know who these people are that were so pissed that They decide to go on. First of all, uh, how many people do you actually (laughs) – you're going to take the time to Google actress and actor and Peloton ad, (laughs) you're going to go find them. Then you're going to come after them on social media. And then you're going to hide behind your computer screen and threaten them. You should have gave her an exercise bike. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm just, I, it's mind-boggling, and I, oh, I can't. We got, like, what, two weeks left? In, pretty much in the year, two and a half weeks left in the year. I can't.
1: Yeah, and then, then the new year, we're going to have to do the Peloton bikes because it's a brand-new year, brand-new you. hmm So. Brand-new decade, brand-new
0: yes. you. Yes.
1: You're um, first,
0: folks. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you're just tuning in, why? Where have you been? Uh, It's page one. I'm Lavar, and that is Mary that you just heard. And I, uh, speaking of Christmas gifts or gifts, this is actually a gift that goes wrong. I mean, it's not funny, but by all instances, it kind of makes you think. Uh, There was a report this week that kind of caught some steam, and it happened to NFL Network reporter Jane Slater who (laughs) was replying to a fellow correspondent's tweet about the Peloton bike and the brand's recent controversial ad and she shared the story of her former uh, boyfriend's fitness tracker fail she admitted and her admission has since gone viral uh, with over 46,000 shares and thousands of comments Uh, she said in quote An ex-boyfriend once got me a Fitbit for Christmas. I loved it. We synced up, motivated each other, didn't hate it until he was unaccounted for at 4 a.m., and his physical activity levels were spiking on the app. Wish the story wasn't real. And then she later went on to tweet, spoiler alert, he was not enrolled in an Orange Theory class at 4 a.m. Then... uh, She said that she at first sobbed uncontrollably when she put the clues together. She has since moved on and said she's laughed many times about the Fitbit fail. Uh, A lot of comments on this, of course. And uh, I guess a few critics, too. Of course, there was critics. Argued that she should be thankful that the Fitbit shed light on her beau's infidelity. I can't believe that there was actually critics. Um... And then making a lot of the situation, other jokesters tease that the horror story should inspire, quote, every woman to purchase their partner a Fitbit and glue it to their wrist to monitor any illicit dalliances. Now, that got me to thinking. And this is an age of where there's a lot of different devices now in which, and I've even heard stories of people who – want their spouse to put um, I guess I'm not an iPhone user, but I guess there's a way in which you can track where your spouse goes and I know on Snapchat as well, there's also an option where people can send it to you and if you accept it It will like the minute that you snap something. There's a map that will pop up that will show you where you're at. Which that's like the biggest invasion of privacy I've ever heard. But in this age of technology and tracking and everything else, yay or nay to the fact of? And in this case, I'm not saying she used it, but she didn't. It was inadvertent. But of using devices to track your significant other.
1: It's a double-edged sword. If you do it, you run the risk of finding out something that you probably already knew. Like, if you're really pushing for it, you must have an inkling that something like that is already currently happening. Like, I don't care what anybody says. I don't think it comes out of the blue. I think everybody has an inkling. I'm not saying that you know 100%, but something's, your spidey sense is tingling, even if it's really lightly. So if you're there, then either you're thinking about doing it or you think your spouse is already doing it. I think that if you've gotten to the point where you need to use an app to track your significant other, it could be bad. I know that sometimes that there are, like, I know a family that does that, but that's because they also have teenagers that are driving and that they're worried about and they live in in an area with crime. So they have a specific reason for it. They're not sitting there going, where are you on your phone? Does that make sense? Like right. they don't, they don't, they're not tracking each other because they want to track what they're doing. They're, they're, they have that option available if they cannot get in contact with their family members. So it's something that's available to them, but it's not something that they're checking all the time. Um, so that's, there are good sides to it, I guess. I just, I, I don't, I don't, there's a trust. Factor there that I think that if you start doing that kind of stuff it, it,
0: it I turns think I know into, where you're going where you're trying to tiptoe through the two you pretty much just say hey if you have a feeling about it the chances are you probably don't need that if fit, fit, hey, you have to yeah, use yeah, it in need order it, to find it uh, yeah, if find that's going to be your it,
1: excuse to find it then okay yeah. like if it, that's what you need to do so that it makes you feel better or worse Good on you. It's not something I'm, I'm gonna do. I guess is where I'm going with it. Um, in the same token, like I get it. She didn't. She wasn't trying to do that. It just ex boyfriend was dumb and did something stupid. Don't put your commitment on. Like, why do you need to track that? You know, you're getting right. exercise. Stop it.
0: <laughs> Stop it. it. Might have been at a four a.m. So, yeah. gym, but at a gym at a bill tonight. Right. <laughs> Well, people. Yeah, sometimes you have to, uh, I, I don't know, I guess that he he was an idiot for leaving the Fitbit on. But it, anyway, yeah, he just synced it up. So uh, I'd love yeah, to he know. Yeah, you know, he did it. He did, out it. That, he did it. He did it. But left out of that story is when she confronted him about it, what he said. Because I'm kind of interested in what he actually said when she said, hey, I noticed. Uh, how do you even bring that up? Just be like, hey, I saw here your, uh, your Fitbit activity spiked at 4 a.m., but you weren't here. Where were you? I, I, I'd mm-hmm. love to know what he said. She kind of left some stuff out there. But who knows? That's uh,
1: more of a curiosity. I uh, too. Man. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was real smart. <laughs> who knows? But... Uh, yeah, I think I've had enough with Fitbit and Peloton and all the other stuff this week. I want to go old school on you. Woo-hoo. Growing up, yeah, growing up in school, we were always taught. Yeah, topic, the day. Yeah. Not only about penmanship, but about cursive writing. And question has come up lately, and actually today there were a lot of articles on this and opinions all over the place. Uh, You can go online and actually type it in. But anyway, the question was, should children be required to learn cursive? Uh, A New Jersey legislator says so. Assemblywoman Angela McKnight has introduced a bill that would require elementary schools to teach kids how to read and write in the graceful flowing loops taught to previous generations as a matter of course. You remember cursive handwriting, don't you? It's what we used to sign our names on, say, a check or other legal document. It's fallen out of favor in the digital age, even getting dropped from Common Core standards in 2010. Since then, many schools have stopped teaching it, and now, in New Jersey at least, they want to bring it back. And they said in some cases, children are entering middle school without knowing how to sign their own name in cursive. We're doing our children a disservice by not teaching them a vital skill that they will need for the rest of their lives. California, Texas, North Carolina, and other states have moved to encourage cursive for recent years as well. And he goes on to say that our world has indeed become increasingly dependent on technology, but how will our students ever know how to read a scripted font on a Word document or even sign the back of a check if they never learn to read and write in cursive? Even in the days of texting, some research shows cursive still can improve cognitive development, spelling, and writing speed. Uh, Research also shows that we learn more when taking notes in longhand compared to taking notes on a laptop. Uh, The the bill was introduced in the state legislature last month and is headed to the Education Committee for review, by the way. Uh, If we ever get an update on that, we'll definitely let you know. I'm all for this because as one who works uh, the normal nine to five in a business that requires sometimes, even though most of the time a lot of the contracts now are done electronically, but for those who don't or aren't electronic uh, literate to say, a lot of people print their names on a standard contract where it clearly states signature, and a lot of people don't know. Even if you ask them to do a signature, the first question that normally comes out of their mouth is, you mean in cursive?" And sometimes you even have to explain cursive writing. I kid you not, I've had to do it. So it's a lost art. Should it be bought back? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, how else? It's going to end up having to be at some point, like, if you can't at least be able to read it if you can't even read it, you're not going to be able to read the original Declaration of Independence. Nope. At all. You'll have to read the version that they type up next to it. Which, anybody could type whatever they want to type. You know? Right. I I, I mean, not that people would do that, but they could. I mean, how else do you... uh, change the masses, I guess, is then to alter their history a little bit. Um, So, yeah, I I think at least to be able to bring that back, to be able to read it, um, I am lucky enough to be part of that generation that still learned it. Um, I'm also lucky enough to have a a parent that prefers handwriting and in cursive um, cards and letters instead of texting. Um, to myself and my family members and I force my little one to read said cards and letters and sign it's a signature um, an actual signature a cursive signature Christmas cards every year so yeah it should be taught in schools it should be in schools it should be at, like I said at, at minimum at minimum they should learn it so that they can read it. Right. At minimum.
0: I agree. Because it's it's a lost art. It's one of those things where I am amazed more and more. And I guess it's now gotten to the point of where I almost expect people not to know how to do a signature. And I'm not to sound like that old person. But <laughs> technology, while it is great has made it as to where a lot of us tend to forget the simple things that we will need. Because here's the thing, technology, while it is the next wave and it's the future, technology is not yet definite because if power lines go out and power goes down, you won't have technology to sign that document for you. <laughs> if technology goes down, because most of the things today, most of the uh, things that happen, they attack what first? Uh, technology. You know, mm-hmm. it's the next wave, and it's what people are doing. They, you know, break into systems, they hijack, you know, sites lot of online, what I call piracy now, it's, it's, it's piracy because it's, people go online and they you know, take over your systems and machines and all this other different stuff. If all that stuff was not available, you kind of have to go back to the old way and the old method, and that is writing just like books. I tell people there's nothing quite like actually having a book and not an iPad. And We're not knocking technology here. It's awesome. You know, oh, yeah, I know. I use it. Yeah, but there's nothing like having the actual book in your hand. And I had, and I had a lively discussion with younger people about this because they're like, oh, I don't want to be carrying a book. I can have an iPad. Yeah, but your iPad can get stolen. And if your iPad's stolen, who are you got then? <laughs> so, you know, it's great to know that method along with the new method, because it's the same, I would say, for other people, for those who write and for those who read, it's also great to know the other way, the technology way, mm-hmm. because sometimes that might be the only way. So mm-hmm. I kind of say it's best to be – what's the word I want to use here – ambidextrous? Is, uh, probably in both. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all for bringing back cursive writing. <laughs> Oh yeah, and
1: I have nothing. I use technology on a daily basis. Part of my job requires having a tech having tech with me all the time. And like I, during one of the requirements of my job, I actually have to. If I don't have use of the technology, I can't complete part of my job. So, I, I do use it. I have audiobooks. I have you know, an e-reader, I have, you know, like a, a note-taking app on my phone, but I still also journal. I still write every night in a notebook and write down, like, a diary of, of sorts. Um, I still handwrite Christmas cards and not just take a picture and email it to everyone, and I still put a stamp on it and I still use the mail. I still... You know, I still do all of those things. I read, I have bookshelves full of books that I haven't gotten through all of yet. And those are available to the rest of my family as well. So it's, it's something that I like. It's something that I, it's, and it's to the point where if they don't teach cursive in school, again, at minimum to be able to read it, I can write a secret note to you, LeVar, and all I have to do is make sure that it's completely incursive.
0: hmm Yep.
1: And young people can't read it.
0: What? That's, that's
1: <laughs> insane. To have look at something and go, oh, my God, what is this gibberish? It's English.
0: hmm
1: if, if I printed this, you'd be able to read it just fine. It's the same word, just in a different – it's a flowing a hand style or writing style. Like, come on. Like, now it's become art. Arch- you put it on walls. It's insane.
0: Speaking it's insane. of insane. But yeah. True sign of the apocalypse and final story today here comes from Wausau, Wisconsin, home of East Bay. <laughs> um, a Wisconsin City has that made it illegal to throw snowballs ranking them alongside rocks and arrows. Arrows is an outlaw outlaw weapon. No person shall throw or shoot any object, arrow, stone, snowball or any hand or by any other means at any other person, the Municipal Code in Wausau reads. The ordinance under the section for weapons also says snowballs cannot be thrown at, in, or into any building, street, sidewalk, alley, highway, park, playground, or other public space within the city, or place, I'm sorry. Uh, Mayor Robert Milkey told WCCO of the ruling, saying that it's really in the interest of public safety. A lot of it is just consideration and common sense. You don't throw stuff at people, period. The police department don't told me CCO that I could not recall anyone being fined for breaking the snowball ban. There used to be a time.
1: Um, when an ice ball could be chucked at somebody's head, you get a black eye, it's all right, you just not
0: get it. But if it's a snowball
1: Hey, I'm sorry. When I did snowballs, I packed them as hard as I could because I wanted to cause pain, but I was also <laughs> evil. <laughs> hey, if you're going to play King of the Hill, you got to knock people down. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. But, yeah, well, it's 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 pretty insane that a snowball has become a weapon.
0: Right. What and is we your have weapon have of choice? Snowball. Big snowball. That's unbelievable. I don't think I've, I've ever thought I'd see the. Well, I, there's a lot of stuff on there. la la la. Don't
1: say that. <laughs> don't say that. The weirder
0: things come out. I know. I know. That's why I was like, I never thought I'd. I stopped. I stopped myself. So yeah, I I don't get it, but. Mhm. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. That's that's sad. Weapon of no but, ball. And it, it, I love how they say that they put it with like arrows I'm like really? because people still
1: use arrows as weapons <laughs> the arrows. you can crazy. have a bow you can have the arrow <laughs> wait here's my question they did not include nerf guns would that be a no. projectile?
0: yes shoot your eye out <laughs> I mean, I it's there's a lot of stuff that's missing here. I mean, if you're gonna put snowballs, I guess do you, but man, oh man, it's it is the downsizing of the old days. I think that's, that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna call it.
1: The pendulum will swing back at some point.
0: Uh I think with that, I've got nothing more to add. <laughs> nothing. Um, before we leave for this evening, I do want to thank everyone who had a chance to listen in to the show on Sunday night, uh, the PLM Roundtable. Um, really great topics, really great discussions that, of course, will continue into 2020. We've got two weeks pretty much left this year of shows. Um, to be determined is our schedule but we will try to do it on every Friday night when not on Friday nights we'll let you know more than likely we'll probably be on Thursday nights at this time question mark. question mark Um, but definitely a couple of good shows the last couple of shows I know the final show I could say right now will probably be our year end show uh, where we'll recap on some things uh next week could be a surprise. We'll see where it goes, even if we are not here or if we are here, but a lot of good stuff coming up. As for you, my friend, any shout-outs or anything that you want to add?
1: Uh, Not this week. Next week, I'll be doing all my wonderful stuff.
0: So this week, yeah, I'll get a break. You know what, I really have to, I can't think, I had like a bunch of things that I wanted to probably add, and I, I don't think so. The only thing I can say is to continue following us on Twitter. Uh, Mary is over at Lou Mama, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I will for news comment, BTR. Uh, hopefully sometime soon we will have more show announcements, and then uh, hopefully next year, because I've been kind of working on a few things here, some other big things to announce and things that we are going to be doing. But, like I said, we thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, if you are in the Midwest, uh, please have a safe week ahead. <laughs> have a good weekend, but have a safe week ahead because they are predicting snow. Uh, some models up until yesterday said 11.5 inches. Now some are saying about 6 and Some are saying 3 Who knows where it's going to be. If you're out in the West, you've got Rain and wind and all the other good stuff going on. And if you're in Florida, we don't care about you at all because you got your 80 degree weather. We thank you for listening and we will see you next time here on page one. Good night, everybody. Bye.